that's a good time for me to pray. And I was praying about the one. I was not only praying about our time tonight, but I was just praying about that on a personal level and thinking about the people that I've circled on my list. And I asked God to give me some other names. And, and it wasn't even that, that well-formed of a prayer. But there was something in my heart that was just, you know, crying to God saying, God, I want to have those people in mind. And he surprised me almost immediately with a couple of guys that I wouldn't have thought of that were now added to my, my one list. And, and I, I, I trust that if you will have that kind of honesty before God, if you will come before him humbly and, and just say, God, give me some names, that will happen. Uh, maybe it won't happen to me like, like it did for me this morning, but I trust that God will, because he desires to go after the one, and he will put people on your, name, on your, on your heart that you could share your faith with. That's really the beginning of, of what we're going to be doing here during these next four weeks is to have some people in mind. And I know you're going to hear about that from those who are coming forward to speak. Speaking of those who are coming forward to speak, this is a big win for, for me. Pastor Mike and I were actually talking about today. We love that lay people are coming forward and, and sharing. And tonight we have a really special uh, young woman who's going to be sharing with us. I call her young woman because she's younger than me. And that's Mackenzie Teo. So uh, Mackenzie and Spencer, her husband, have been worshiping here for a long time. They have a sweet, cute little girl who I just told them she's getting cuter every day, every time I see her, and that's Kiala. And, and I, I think I'm allowed to say this. I'm going to take a chance. They're expecting another baby, which is really exciting. <laughs> Hope I didn't let that news out, Mackenzie. <laughs> if I did, forgive me. Uh, now everyone knows. But, hey, you got a lot of people praying for you, if nothing else. But they're wonderful. And um, Mackenzie has taken something on, which I would love for you to know about. She started a business within the past year. It's called Bag and Bar. And um, honestly, I don't want any part of that because it's really intense. But if, if you're into boxing, if you're into bar, go to Mackenzie's class. It will kick your butt. And we have people here who can attest to that. It, it's wonderful. And, and here's the thing about this business they've started. It's really a ministry. The way, that, the way that Spencer and Mackenzie view all of life is it's an opportunity to, to minister and to share the hope of Jesus and love people in Jesus' name. And that's what they're doing through that business, which I think is really special. We can talk about the accolades of the people who are coming up here, but what I would want to say about Mackenzie um, is that I really respect her as a godly woman that God's given incredible wisdom to. And um, she's the kind of person that I've, I've turned to with questions about my own children. You know, when Lisa and I are, are running against the wall and we've asked for their wisdom, I've had some challenges in ministry, and I've gone to Spencer and McKenzie and said, Could, would, you, would you process this with me? And um, I'm excited for you to hear from McKenzie tonight. So would you please give a warm welcome, make her feel loved here. Welcome, McKenzie Teo, please. Did I announce to the world something you haven't announced to the world? No, yeah, oh, good. Okay. Good. That's Thank good. You. <laughs> You're welcome. That's the most kind and had in my life. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. That's so sweet. Um, I am fearful that I will let you down with the expectation of wisdom. And, uh, Craig, that's awesome. Uh, my name is Mackenzie. It's so nice to meet all of you. I am married to Spence, the most handsome man that has ever walked the face of this earth. And we do have a two-year-old daughter. Her name is Kiala. And one on the way. We're halfway through. We just found out we're having a little girl. So Spence is a girl dad. <laughs> I'm super happy about that. Um, we are diving into Luke 15, 1 through 7 today. So if you've got your Bibles or if you want to open up your phones, whatever works for you, we're going to read that real quick. It says, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. 
But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and then goes home. Then he calls all of his friends and neighbors and says with them, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there are more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. So I'm really excited about this opportunity. Um, I was tasked to talk about practical evangelism, and I really like things on that kind of level. Um, as Craig said, I uh, recently opened up a boxing and bar studio, not bar like drinks, but bar like ballet. <laughs> I actually had somebody one time told me they didn't think it was a good idea to mix alcohol and boxing. That's not what we do. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are a boxing and a bar studio. Um, and our mission is to fill all the classes and love every member. And we are very, very aggressive and fierce in fulfilling that, that mission. We are not overtly Christian. You wouldn't know that it's owned by a Christian woman unless you came to class. And then probably not even then, maybe after you had a couple conversations with us, you might have a hint of it. But we take that very seriously. Our foundation in the gym is literally literally Jesus. I want every single member who comes into the gym to feel seen, loved, celebrated, empowered, and encouraged exactly where they are. So we do this thing once a month called Fight Club, and I actually never talk about it because you should never talk about Fight Club. So it's a total secret, and I'm letting you in on it. <laughs> um, it is a meeting of Christians, and it's invite only. So only if you are a member at the gym and you're a Christian, and we've somehow sneakily found out that we share the same faith, are you invited? <laughs> and once a month we meet, and we do a couple things. The first thing is I really, really charge and encourage those women to live out their faith in the gym. Sometimes we, we get nervous about sharing our faith, and like, not in my gym. I want you to be just outright. If somebody says that they're having a hard day, offer to pray for them. If somebody says that they're moving, offer to take them a meal. Like, I want people to feel so wildly loved that there's something different about bag and bar, even if you can't put your finger on it. I want people to walk in and feel the lightness of Jesus, the peace of the Holy Spirit, a place that they can come and be restored and redeemed and not judged, but totally loved while they're doing dope stuff like hitting a bag right? So at our secret meeting, please don't tell anybody about it, we do a couple things. We pray over every single member that we can think of. I encourage the ladies, take a second, pray. Think about the woman who is typically on the bag to your right and to your left and pray over them, their families, all the stuff. Uh, we pray over the building. We pray over the bags. We pray over our business that it would thrive for and with the hope of bringing more people in so that way we can lead more people to know Jesus. Um, second thing is we always talk about where we see God moving, and that's part of my favorite thing is just to hear other people in the gym talking about how they've recently invited somebody to church or how they went over and met with their family after they went through something hard. I love that. The third thing that we do is that we put on worship music, and then we pass out note cards, dim the lights a little bit, and we just write down all of our prayers for the members that we can think of. We write down scriptures, praises, places that we feel like we've seen God make progress in their lives, and then we literally put these note cards underneath the mats on 
the floor, in the gym. So if you lift up our mats, it's covered in scriptures and promises and prayers and members who come, specifically non-believers, don't even know, oh, that's our gym. Well, half of it, sort of. It's half of the floor. So you can see all of the scriptures that we have, and that's, that's covering most of the floor in our gym. So we take some real time. We are not passive about our faith by any means. We are actually rather aggressive, but this is how we do it. We do it just like this. So when you come into our gym, you're literally standing on the promises of God, and you don't even know it. I love it. It's like sneaky evangelism. And we see it working. And this is how. So I have been uh, recently training a new client for the past couple months. And she is uh, another female entrepreneur. She owns her own business. Um, her business is thriving and growing. And she's a non-believer. We have conversations about everything. Marriage, finances, business, kids, you name it, we talk about it. I try really, really hard to represent Jesus the best way that I know how in those conversations. And... Um, example my life in a manner that is worthy of the gospel. I do my best. I fall short often, but I really try to show her how I love people and how I serve people. I'm generous and how I try to forgive and all that kind of stuff. And recently she came in for one of our sessions and she said, I have to tell you something. I was like, okay. She said, so, and she crossed her arms. She said, I was talking to two of my employees, both Christians. And I was telling him, I was like, here's a thing about Bag and Bar. I'm so drawn to it. And Mackenzie, there's just something about her. She's such a light. And I just don't know why. Almost like she was angry that she enjoyed being around me. <laughs> and so her two Christian employees responded with, well, that's just God in her. So she looks back at me and she says, oh, what do you have to say about that? And I paused, and literally, I felt like every part of me, like jumping and skipping and like confetti shooting off in my head. And I was like, play it cool, play it cool, play it cool. Henry Blackaby, real quick, a pastor and author, said this. He said, people don't ask questions about spiritual matters unless God is at work in their lives. When you see someone seeking God or asking questions about Christianity, you are witnessing God at work. And God was working. And I was so pumped. So I literally said like the fastest prayer ever. It sounded like this. Okay, Holy Spirit, tag me out. Boom, I'm in it. That was it. That was my prayer. And so I said, I was like, okay, listen, sis, here's the thing. It's like anything that you see inside of me, anything that is good or kind or patient or loving or caring or generous or anything, it is only because of the gospel and what God has done for me. We were separated from God because we sinned. God sent Jesus. Jesus died for our sins. He was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we now have that spirit inside of us. And because I have the spirit inside of me, I have a new compass. I have a new north. I don't turn left anymore. I turn right now. So whenever I'm angry, I have the opportunity to practice self-control because the Holy Spirit enables me to. I have the opportunity to be open-handed with my finances. I have the opportunity to forgive my spouse. I have the opportunity because I now have a different compass inside of me. So anything good that you see in me is just Jesus. And she just kind of sat there and, and looked at me. And I was like, I'll say something, say something, say something. And it, was, it went awesome. She just asked me more questions. And it was just like we were having this very casual conversation about something that I knew was a huge deal and for her was nonchalant. So we started talking just briefly about 
our next session. We had reached like the end of our time, and I said, so do you wanna, do you wanna sign up for like another month? Like, where are we at here? And her response was, I can't not have this in my life. I need this in my life. And so we are not asked or called to evangelize perfectly. All you need to do is just be a representation of Jesus wherever you are with whoever you are. And I'm really excited to tell you that she's going to come to church. I'm super pumped about it. So it went, <laughs> thank you, so kind. <laughs> um, so wherever you are, just be you and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you, completely submit to him, and he will provide you with all of the opportunities and all of the things. I had that, move, that moment with her because of all of the times that me and all of the other Christian members prayed and begged God for that moment. I didn't have to kick down a door. I simply prayed, and I asked God to give me that moment, and he gave me the moment, he gave me the words, and I am believing 100% that he's about to give me that fruit. And when she gives her life to Jesus, you best believe heaven is shooting off confetti, cannons, like crazy. So, um, in conclusion, <laughs> God is hunting for your friend. God is hunting, searching for your friend already. He is asking and inviting you to help him meet the need of introducing Jesus into their life. All you have to do is just show up, join him on the search. It won't be perfect. He'll clean up the mess. Don't worry about it. He's God. It's a nice thing about him, right? That's all. Just show up.